Okay, so Dan is talking. We're talking about. Wild, yo. No, that was that was not me. Oh, that was dope. Whoever it was. Uh, we're talking about how like how crazy it is for kids now, and like Dan brought up a good point. Like, there's classes in high school. Well, even when we were in high school, which I was in high school, I was I've been out of high school almost ten. This will be my tenth year. There's classes that teach you how to take the ACT and the SAT. Um, right. Yeah. It's it, it's ridiculous because that defeats the purpose. But I'll say this: I didn't take any of those classes. My mom bought me a huge book. I didn't study once because I just didn't care. I did fine on it, like did average, but but like the kids who would go after school and study for those, you know, those are all the kids who who probably would have done great anyways. But they're like, well, I want to get into this school, this school, or this school. Nothing mm-hmm. else is a And that's not even from them. That's probably from their parents. I would say at least half. Yeah, there's some yeah. kids who there's some kids who like maybe it's influenced by their parents, but they seem to yeah the yeah yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's hard yeah. to tell, but, oh, but like yeah. for me, I was always kind of like, you know, hey, that's great, good for you. I'm like, again, I'm not against school or doing what you want to do, but I just felt like it was almost like they didn't actually care about getting the career path they wanted. It was always like, why well, I have this expectation? It's like, yo, this is fucking like insane. Yeah, yes. like the reason, like, yeah, the reason I brought it up was because like. I, the reason I said this was because um, we were talking about like modern kids kind of being shitheads, right? Like, yeah, like yeah. they're kind of like know it halls being shitheads, like wanting to grow up so quickly. Where we have like twelve-year-olds with like Instagram accounts and cell phones and like Snapchats and everything else. Like content in creators who make like fucking yeah, hundred grand a tw- year. Twelve-year-olds with full YouTube careers, right? We ha- basically have this entire army of McColney Culkins coming in the next ten years, but. Uh, it's because kids are being forced either like culturally or like systematically through school to grow up faster. Uh, but realistically, like these kids are being put under such intense pressure to perform and, and push out because they society like this is getting so mad, like so Joe Rogan, but like society tells them that they need to get a big degree and go into a big school or else they're going to be nothing in life. Right. Whereas yeah, before, I, I, back in the 50s and 60s, if you didn't go to school, uh, guess what? You're going to go be a laborer, and you're going to be fine. You know, you have insurance and money. And, yeah, you you were going to go work a blue-collar job, and life was okay. Well, look it at the mills in, in, out here. Yeah, exactly. Um, look, I'm, I want to say, too, there's a lot of stuff in school that they don't teach you that you probably should learn, like practical life things. Like, they don't teach like you how, how to, to write do a your fuck, fucking taxes. How to write a check. Well, I guess that's becoming irrelevant, but how to write a check, how to do your taxes – um, just anything about finance, about work, about well, first of all, I guess this is hard to teach, but I'll, I'll preface it with that. But how about insurance? Like you don't even think about that till you yeah. turn twenty six, and then you're like, "Fuck!" No, you oh, don't, yeah, you don't remotely plan? ever consider health insurance until that you you find out at twenty six, like, "Hey, you're not on your parents' health insurance anymore," and you're like, "Uh, what do you mean?" Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it sucks. I mean. And, and, you know, obviously that's a big, I'm not going to get too far into that rabbit hole. That's obviously a big talking point, um, taxes and insurance, but then people get all fired up and I understand why, yeah. but, but it's like, they don't even give you like politics aside. They don't even give you a clue in high school. So then you get out and you think this is a problem with our country is like people think, well, my, my politics rely on this side because of my, be my morals. So I'm going to go along with all this other stuff. And it's like, well, how do you know? You've never learned about that. Yeah, and you so who's take everything at face value. Exactly, and it's hard to, and or maybe you maybe you just have a great job and they take care of stuff for you, and your perspective is like, well, who cares? I already have this sorted out, and you're lucky yeah. in that way. It's it's hard, you know. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So it's it's uh it's tough, but I mean, you know, I I feel bad being a teenager in that age group is terrible because you're not an adult, but you're not a kid. Yeah, 
And it's being a teenager in any age group is terrible. Being a teenager is fucking hard and it sucks the whole yeah. time that's, for, for that's, everyone. That's true, and I agree. But I think like thirteen and like nineteen, you're kind of at the tail ends, and you still are kind of oh, sure. in these. But like when you're like sixteen, like you're in the midst, like, the midst of it, like. Dude, it's weird, man. And it's it's different regionally too, but it's like if you're 16, it's like you're trying to figure out like why well, friends who are 18 or whatever. These people are driving. These people are smoking cigarettes. These yeah. people are doing drugs. These people are drinking and fucking and partying. And then my other friends are like, blah blah blah. What are my parents? It's it's hard. Everybody's path is different, but yeah. it, it's not easy. It's not easy being 28. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, realistically, like look at it. Like when you're 13, you're concerned that you're gonna make like you're concerned about the kid cuisine that your grandma's gonna make you after school. And then 19, you're concerned about whether or not the quinoa you're buying from whatever is vegan. But but then you go to, like, the ages of 22 to 28 or, like, 23 to 28. 23, you're like, yeah, donuts kind of rule. And at 28, you're like, yeah, donuts kind of rule, but I have my own car insurance now. Like, it's the same, it's the same shit. Like, the, the, the drastic amount of change. Like, I, I'm not the same person I was in my early 20s, but... I'm sure I've sure as hell not changed nearly as much as I did between the ages of 13 to like 18. Between 13 to 18, I changed drastically, and between 18 and now, I did cha- also change like very drastically, but none of it was nearly as much as between 13 and 18. Yeah, exactly. And like, like, the, and like okay, this is what life yeah, is. Yeah, because between those ages, Steve, but... Steve grew eight inches. Yeah. That's <laughs> and that's why Steve is the tallest person in the United States. Oh, we're talking about height. Really, no, Larry, you're about the, you're about like six four, six five, right? I'm six three. Steve, uh, you Steve's got, taller uh, than me, right? Uh, I haven't like, I haven't seen Steve Garrett's in a long too. time. This is the first time I'm the second shortest person. I'm the I'm the I know I'm the third shortest. Um, I'm like I'm last. I'm only six foot even. Yeah, you're I'm the shortest two. one, and you're six foot. <laughs> yeah, kinda, that's because Steve and I had Steve. You know, Steve and I were talking about this yesterday. He goes, yeah. He goes, you might be my height. Too bad you started drinking coffee when you were seven. (laughs) (laughs) I just uh, had some thoughts on the last five minutes of conversation. Sure, please Uh, do. What's up? Danny, you're my age, right? How old are you? 24. Um, Yeah, I'm 25. It's about the same. What what graduating class? 13. Okay, I was 14. So, we, yeah, okay. So, we're in the same, like, block. Jesus Christ, I'm old. We're both fully in that, like, social media was a thing. You have to have your life figured out by 22. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit, earlier than that. Um, right. And, and you were saying how, how much we changed between 13 and 18. I'm like, you're in your formative years. And it's like, yeah, two years, four years from now, you have to, like, be in the rest of your life. And I'm like, yo, that that's miserable. Yeah. That fucking sucks. Yeah. So, I'm really glad I missed that. We uh yeah, we we were I, talking about the SATs or ACTs. Um, I did absolutely fucking terrible on the ACT, and one of my friends' girlfriends at the time was like, "Well, you're not gonna get into any college," and I'm like, "Haha, I I have a I have a degree now that I don't, that I don't use." So yeah, like, hey, I got a real quick anecdote to that when I was in, I don't know if you guys remember this, but like in, for me in the eighth grade, they started trying to get you ready for high school towards the end. Mm-hmm. So like we went to my high school and they gave us a tour, but then they give you this thing when you have to schedule your classes and there's like a big pamphlet. You can map out all four years and kids were like doing that. And I was just like, bro, like I'm not thinking about 2011 right now. Yeah. 
but that's like that's kind of the culmination of it all, right? Where it's like, Larry, what year did you graduate? Two thousand eight. Six. Two thousand six. Why wow, you are fucking? I'm thirty three, dude. Wow. No, when y'all were bit- talking about 2011, in 2011, I was fucking, like, living in Chicago, being a bike messenger, like, I'm old. Yeah, right give, him, give him that give him that hat. That's Please. a lot. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> a lot cooler than what I was doing I'll in start, 2011. Yeah, I'll start building. Well, in 2011, you were in, like, fucking fourth grade. <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, I graduated no. in 2011. That's why I threw that year out. Yeah. No, um, but that's what I mean, like. So when, when we were graduating, Steve, like we even we were on kind of on the tail end of that where like we were seeing classes in Millsaw too, where classes were being put out for kids to, to graduate, like to push for these test scores so they could do better in life. Like but even like during the 90s and the 80s where like kids were still being pressured, but the pressure wasn't so, it wasn't as heavy. It was a different kind right. of pressure. Because we didn't have this constant blast of information that, like, told people, like, gave people a standard to live by. Like, social media has given people a constant reminder of how worthless and how they're not. Social media makes you depressed. It does. And that's uh, because you're comparing yourself to everything you see. Instagram, and I will say this, I'm a constant user and I get a lot of my business of Instagram. But I will say, and there are many people who have said this, Instagram is built to make you depressed. It's built to make you feel bad about yourself. Well, it's because, working. Oh, oh, yeah, 100%, dude. Especially during this. Are you kidding me? But I've the never... thing is, do you ever, like, see people that you know in real life on Instagram, and then you see them in real life, and you're like, you're not real. Like, that's Yeah, exactly. I mean, I hope I don't come off that way. I just... No, you know. you're an absolute... You're a fake asshole, and I hate you. Yeah. So, but I'm just no, saying, actually, like, you're I... one of the people whose social media, I see it, like, your YouTube channel and your... Your your sparse random like Simpsons memes and shit. I'm like, no, this is just who Mill is. This is legitimate. I yeah. appreciate that. I can't sit on there all day anymore because, like Danner said, like I don't like to keep going, but I just say like it makes you, for lack of a better explanation, it makes you depressed. And I'm it not does. using that word lightly. Like you think about how you don't like yourself because you're not you don't you don't have what you want. Other people have what they want, and then you think you want what other people have, mm-hmm. even if you don't. It's it's Fuck curated to. It's curated to make you want things that are unattainable to you or makes you think that you need things that you don't need. Kind of comes Over, back to ads, doesn't it? It yeah. does. There, and and that's my conveniently. Does my social media presence put off a persona that of like I, that I don't like hold up in real life? No, it's the same as no. you in real life. Caffeinated it, and stoked on stuff. It's me, it's like, it's stuff. me like chugging coffee and printing t-shirts, which is my actual I think, life. Yeah. <laughs> I think Larry, the, the way I would sum you up in real life and on social media is you're like a big explanation point. You're you're genuine and you're passionate about things that you care about or that you're for or against. And you're not afraid to say it. And I, you know, I stand by that. But I think a lot of people who go on social media and try to have a demeanor where they think they're addressing something whether it be serious or not they aren't passionate about it and they come off as fake yeah you don't have that thank you you're the real thing but i'm not just saying that because my friend like i i would tell you like if you i don't go through it first of all i don't read every single person's social media account like people get mad like you didn't like my post and i'm like well i don't fucking sit on facebook all day either because i can't drink poison like that yeah but I, like if i do see your guys shit i'm like oh yeah well Daniel was always posting beautiful pictures yeah. I see his pictures every day. Like, I'll be scrolling through and I won't even like notice. I'll just, just like, see this breathtaking picture and I'm like, oh my god, what is this? Oh, it's Danner's, of course. The last, uh, the last two Heavy Cream releases, Jimmy would just send me like a handful of photos. He goes, 
These are from Danner. And I'm, like, just going, like, I have to pick one? Like, I love all of these. Is this the part of the end, like, the near the end of the podcast where you guys just try, like, try sucking my toes? And yeah, we're... No, yeah, because, well, you don't more also of fuck guy. your toes. Your pictures are sick. We're, we're all collectively <laughs> blowing <laughs> smoke up your ass. Bruh, I, my, my ass is wide open. Blow as much smoke as you want. I'll Between this fucking <laughs> and the cockade... Oh, my I'm gonna, God! <laughs> yo, yo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow so much smoke up your ass, it's gonna come out through your nose. <laughs> Yeah, this episode's gonna get flagged. Yeah, right. Um, My ass is tales. wide open. This, no, this episode's gonna get zucked. It's gonna get zucked. So <laughs> this hard. this episode is called "My Ass Is Wide Open," featuring Christian Danner. <laughs> when am I getting canceled? Never, <laughs> never, because you're too goddamn wholesome. The more, the, day, the more, the day our album comes out, because that's look, what I'm against. I'm against a lot of rotten bullshit that people do. I'm not. I'm not pretending to be faint either. I, I obviously. You know, haven't done anything where I could be canceled. You for. kind of are but, a saint, though. But, 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 like, no, but this, there's shit that I would say to people that I mean, and they would, it wouldn't be against people, but they just wouldn't like it because I'm passionate about things I believe in, too. But, like, the, I'm just sitting here thinking the, the more we get into cancel culture, I'm like, fuck, you must be cool. Like, I gotta start smoking cigarettes. I gotta get canceled. Like, I gotta fucking wear a leather jacket with no shirt on. I got cigarettes. Like, you wanna come over? Yeah, you know, the cowboy killers. Yes. That's all I smoke, baby. I'm going to get American Spirits. It'll last me the fucking whole podcast. Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> my man, Christian no, Danner. No. <laughs> I bet you listen to a lot of spewing your room by yourself and smoke light blue American Spirits. Yeah. And just... <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty. I sure do the first part. I'm pretty sure that's I, what Taylor. I'm pretty sure that's what Taylor Stokes did before coming to Stolaway practice. Um, but uh, uh, um, but uh, in all seriousness, like, it's just becoming so crazy these days. Like that people think oh well, even if it's not my my point is if it's not my real social media account uh you know if, if it is on there that's who i am even if it's not me trying to be genuine does that make yeah. sense yeah, like no, they buy no, into wait. their bullshit so it's like that's why i'm saying like well fucking cancel me then man for my simpsons memes yeah. or whatever Your well that's simpsons like memes are great that's actually like someone's getting mad careful like, i want to put a record out like in i'm an avid like i'm a big i'm an avid outdoorsman and i like i'm a big hunter right yeah. And, like, for me, for the longest time, like, I refuse to post anything about it because hunting is such a polarizing opinion, no matter how I do it. Because the way the, – my idea about hunting is, like, what people don't realize is most of the money that hunters pay for, like, tags and everything goes straight to conservation. Yeah. So the money that I pay for to hunt, like, pheasant and deer every year, it's, it's actually cool how it's, how it's built. You can look it up. But the way the, – the money that hunters pay in order to hunt – it goes into a fund that the government cannot touch. It's they legally, it's systematically they cannot touch it and use it. It has to go back um, towards conservation. Here's the thing: I like I don't that, eat that's meat, really but sick. I don't can, but I don't condemn yeah. people for eating meat or hunting or anything like that. Sometimes people think I will, but I don't. I'm like, cool, do do your thing. That's mm. why but you'll that, never but, get canceled. But I don't think people legally understand like when you hunt depends on where you're at, what state, and all that. There are certain rules you have to play by. Oh, 100%. And there are certain things you can hunt from certain time periods. There are certain things you can't touch. There are certain things you can do. And I don't. I think people like have this. If you've never done it, it's easy. To, I mean, I don't go hunting, but I've tried to, you know, now get my knowledge from people I know and mm-hmm. my dad and stuff. And people will tell you, like, yeah, like you know, if you don't, if you've never done it or never looked into it, they think this guy has a gun. He's going to kill something. But it's not that simple. It sounds simple. No. But it's not. It, it sounds like when somebody says they're going hunting, to most people it sounds like, 
I'm getting off because I now have this weird masculine bloodlust that I have to go fulfill by killing something that's smaller than me. And that's the biggest problem. And that's why I didn't want to say anything is because in the photography community, like people are pretty sensitive, right? Oh yeah. Like any, anybody's pretty sensitive anywhere. And I'm not saying that people are sensitive in that. Like it's, it's good to be sensitive about some things, but like hunting stuff like that is pretty polarizing. But yeah. for me, like, I do it because I have a love for these animals, right? Like, I actually, I care deeply about the environment and these animals. And I know that, like, for, for instance, like, deer hunting around, like, where we live, it's actually a good thing because deer have no natural predators anymore, especially around here. We are their natural predators. If we don't do something about, you know, taking care of their population and putting in the money to make sure that they you know, they have like the, the habitats they need or that their numbers are getting too large. What the, you'll see animals dying of starvation and there's nothing more painful than seeing an animal. Cars out That's yeah. actually a really good point. Cause like I say this all the time. I probably said this on the show 10 times. We live in Northwest Indiana. We, you drive anywhere and someone's like, Oh my God, look a deer. And I'm like, we live in Northwest Indiana. We see this every day. It's not fucking special. Yeah. Um, but like, think, but think about all the animals like, they get killed, like on the roads or on the highways, or like. Oh, I've seen some nasty. Like, well, like, did you see stuff. a deer yeah. today? I actually saw one this morning and made good coffee. Yeah. And did you see a deer yesterday? Not yesterday. But hey, today I did. I'll tell you like, what, Darren. If you're I ever... probably gonna see if you go any if you leave your house tomorrow, you're probably gonna see a deer. Yeah. If I ever get back into eating meat, I will work out for six months just to go get elk. Well, that's what I mean. Uh, wait, you got to be in good fucking shape to go up there and hunt elk. I don't. I don't support the guys that trophy hunt just to tro to slap something on the wall. That's right. me. You, can eat, you but if you fill your freezer with certain things, it'll yeah, feed you a long time. Hunt to put like food on the table. Like in scouts, like we didn't do any hunting in scouts, especially when we did fishing. Like you thank the animal. It's like a, it's a spiritual thing that you thank the animal for giving. For, for letting us do this. You know, this happened. Thank, we thank you for a, you know, giving uh, us like, something. Is, I, is I that the mentality of a friend. lot of hunters? Nowadays. There's actually a huge resurgence among, like, young youth culture coming back into hunting. Because it's the same thing. People who, like, are back into, like, foraging, growing their own food, caring about what they eat. Now so I kind of feel like an asshole for judging that like actually not long ago you posted a, a poll on instagram about hunting yeah and it was like uh this or this and i was like fuck no because uh, you I'm know a what prick. though larry i think that's but, a good point to make that any of us have made judgments about stuff if we don't know the information and that's why learning about things is important before you make your judgment yeah for everything that's a good way to to, to turn that it without making yeah. people like an, an asshole, asshole. <laughs> so thank you no, that was a good team. You just you, for lack of a better term, you had ignorance to the sport or the or the event or whatever you're judging. I did because when I think of hunters, I think of like truck decks named Bryce who want to go shoot shit because but, they want to kill something. But I, yeah, I people and people those guys the, do exist. But look, I they want, do. I just want to say people throw the word ignorant around, but I think that they confuse it a lot with negligence. Respect. And yeah, and it's not the same thing. It's not like you were saying. I know what that is, and fuck that guy. You're kind of like, well, this is my preconceived notion of it because I've never been involved or explained. And that's not, and that's fair because you haven't been. It's not like you go to school and they teach you about that. Yeah, man, shout out Mel for making me look better. <laughs> <laughs> well, Larry, Larry, I'm not gonna lie. I saw, I saw that, and honestly, it doesn't. It everybody has their opinions. I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with people not liking hunting because you know, like there's there's entire generations of families that never 
owned guns. Never hunted. I've never fired never. a gun in my life. Yeah. And I can't expect somebody who's never grown up around that. I grew up hunting. I grew up shooting guns. So I can't expect somebody who's never done that or who's grew up around that to immediately be like, I'm in, you know? And that's no, but also for in the other way, I shouldn't be like, fuck that no matter what. I I mean, like, yeah, but it goes either way. Like, I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with people having their own opinions about things. If you don't like hunting, no matter how just I make it sound, dude, that's totally cool. No, but you made it sound so just and so legitimate and so like passionate and special and like making this spiritual connection with this other being. Like, that's fuck. I can fuck with that heavy. Yeah, but 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 I mean, but realistically, you look at it, Larry. I'm still pointing a gun and killing something. Really? To most people, I'm still taking a gun and killing something. You're not not killing something for the sake of killing it like a psychopath, though. No, I'm not. I think the problem is people in general, people in general have this thing where you have an experience once or twice with something and that sets the tone for what you're going to see going forward. So maybe Larry has, you know, even if it was just something on the news or in real life or somebody you knew, you might have, like, my mom doesn't like guns because she's had two people in her family killed by guns. But that's not the same thing. But that's just her preconceived notion. My dad, on the other hand, grew up hunting. And he grew up, like, he learned how to shoot properly and went to the range for other mm-hmm. types of guns. Like, And my uncle's a cop, and he has to do that kind of stuff. And he's very safe and very, very, like, People are gonna hate on oh, poke the cops, but it's like he's a he's a good dude. I promise. But People have jobs. It is what it is. Yeah, but but he's like very always been very like yo like if you're ever gonna do this like you have to learn the right way. You have to get your permits. You have to learn because it's a safety thing. Yeah, and there are difference. There are difference between offensive guns and you know ones like you can get whatever you want. It's unfortunate, but you're not fucking shooting off like assault rifles. Yeah, I th- and that calls all calls down to like the um, the people who, when they think of something, they have this uh, this uh, stereotype in their brain. Like when you think of a hunter, like you think of a deer hunter, you think of some dude named Bryce who has a an old beat up Chevy that goes out and just shoots deer and just leaves them dead wherever with, with like yeah, an yeah, Confederate, yeah, like, like Confederate like front style, and he's an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's a total dickhead, right? The guys but that they, would be that drive behind me all the time. Yeah, <laughs> the guys who spray painted <laughs> their LED camo. Yeah. Or and then on the opposite side though, then you have the like to to Bryce. Then you have the anti hunters, which are the dudes that like only drink artisanal teas and wear you know uh, denim jackets that are way too short and Doc Martens and like you but know the I mean? vegan Doc Martens. Yeah, vegan Doc Martens and like I know I'm looking right at you, Larry, bitch. <laughs> Larry's wearing camo right now. Yeah, and I'm so, wearing but, sneakers. Like, I would just say, uh, but but, I, th- but realistically, that's not the they case are vegan at all. though. Yeah. They are vegan. I would I'm just not vegan. Sick. I ate Arby's today. <laughs> God bless you. I would say it's sick when we can all like be cool with, like, with different things like this. Because, for example, I couldn't ever do it. Like, I've become more sensitive to animal rights mm-hmm. and shit. I mean, that, like, around, yeah, animal rights. But I mean, more of like, uh, I'm just more sensitive to animals now. Like, I feel bad if I step on a bug, for example. Yeah. So I don't think Inside, I could ever shoot. Ever that's called having empathy. That's a nat- That's natural. That's, a, or that's having... a, hu- a decent human instinct. Or a guilt complex. No, but, it's, uh, I wouldn't call it guilt. You're natural human cynical empathy. ass fucking fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is that we can have this conversation and I'm not like, when I think, I'm not going to think of Danner as some fucking bloodlust psychopath. No, because I know Danner. that he's a fucking solid, decent person. So 
it makes me feel bad for judging anyone who's into this and assuming that they're a huge shit hunk. Like, also, that's not a term anyone's ever said. To tie this into everything, though, I wanted to say this is, and this is my true yeah. feelings. I'm a very opinionated person. I like to talk, and I and I, but I'm also like I try to be a good listener. You are think, a great listener and a great speaker. Well, it's I kind of insane that. because it's not a, a a thing that most people can do. I appreciate that, but but the reason I preface it with that is I like to be right, but I also try to back up myself with fact. Okay, I'm not gonna lie to you. I like to be right about stuff. Oh, but I feel we like all sometimes, do. I think sometimes we can we confuse as humans our moral um our morals with being right or wrong. It's not always black and white. And then social media has escalated that to be this big fight over like, I'm right and you're wrong. When people are arguing about stuff, that's such a gray area all the time. Mm -hmm. And and then it makes you like, I feel I stopped like talking shit with people on the internet, even if it's just about like sports or something like that. Cause I feel bad. Even if I was right, or I feel like I was right. I feel bad about fighting with people. Cause it's like, you're not going to change their minds if you're pissing them off. Yeah. But, and that goes for pretty much everything. That's why I think it's nice that we can sit here. And, when you have respect for somebody, you're, you're more apt to listen to them. And then you're like, oh, like, okay, that makes sense. And then you process stuff. But, like, the internet, you don't really know a lot of the people you're friends I with online. I got in an argument with a guy <laughs> I don't know today on the – not really an argument. But I'm in an MXPX, like, fan group because I'm a child. <laughs> and this guy – like, someone shared a link to, a, like, an MXPX song from, like, 20 years ago that has the same intro as one of the new MGK songs. And, like, who the fuck gives a shit? You guys lose Larry, too? No, I Larry's still, I still got Larry. Oh. I lost him. Oh, I'm you gonna did? dip for one sec. I'll be right back. Okay, cool. Anyway, so this guy shares this thing. He goes, Oh, this intro to this song is the same riff as this song. And I'm like, Okay, well, I mean, punk rock's been around for 45 years. There's so many, so many songs you can write, which is true. And this mm-hmm. guy's like, Fuck that. MGK is gay. Auto tune is gay. It's all lame. And I'm like, Yo, dude, I'm gay. Am I lame? And he's like, Oh. Sorry. And I'm like, Oof. I'm like, hey, dude, I get it. I, I, I grew up the in the 90s and I wore Jinkos and I threw that around. Like, it's just how we grew up talking. But you're clearly like 40, so um, do a little better. You know, Don't say you that. You know what, though? People, again, like, I feel like the, the internet has built this, and this isn't a defense, but it's just my theory. It's like built this complex of like having to be right. And it's so easy when you're behind the screen and you don't really know the person to like I get it because I'm guilty them. of that, too. But, like, sometimes I think, like, you know, there's a couple moments in my life, I can probably count them on one hand, where I've really had to be ballsy and go up to somebody's face and say some shit. Ooh. It's hard. Uh, I can't. Okay? I'm a baby. <laughs> and and sometimes I read posts that people make. Cute air horn. Even if I agree with it, sometimes I'm like, like I would like to, you to walk up to me and stand a foot away from me and say that. Not I'm not going to hit you or something, but I would like to see you have the balls to say that because if you truly believe that and you're willing to die on that hill, that's awesome. But like, it's a lot scarier to say that when you're not behind the keyboard. And I don't think people appreciate that enough. Push no. doesn't really come to shove anymore. Look, I, I yell about here. athletes all push the time. Push just comes to sure push, I, push, 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 I'll say, the, I'll say the, the, the less PC way that Mill said. Bill said uh, pretty much um, more people need to get their teeth knocked in when they say stupid shit on the internet because nobody knows what consequences are anymore. I mean, that's okay, valid, but, they're, but they're, that's valid. But like, to me, I just think people... I think it's become a comfort zone for people to go fight on the internet when they don't really have something to die on any hill for. They just want to fight, and it makes them feel better about themselves. Yeah, everybody, everybody needs to be righteous. 
And like, I don't understand. I understand that the, everybody needs to feel good about themselves in different ways. That's just human. Like that's, that's just being. I a don't human, understand right? the point. Like the people who go out to be an abrasive, offensive asshole for the sake of being an abrasive, offensive asshole. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, oh, everyone's again, so soft. It's like, dude, you came into this to be a, a to be a dick, dude. Fuck you. I mean, yeah. he probably. And again, sometimes I try to think they might exist in a world where. That's how they feel, and they can't say it to those people because they don't have the balls. Sure. And then they go try to offend other people, and they've blown up. Again, like, I'm not trying to be anybody's friend or defend anybody here. I'm just saying, like, I'm it's trying such to be a... your friend. Well, I'm I mean, a... I'm talking about I'm strangers on the internet. Okay. Don't talk to strangers. I'll, I'll share some thoughts, and then I'll tie it back into the beginning of this conversation uh, as far as, like, resolutions and stuff. Because one of mine is to straight up, uh, I wouldn't say it's unrealistic to say you're just going to quit social media. You're having a height reduction. Yeah. Yeah. You're just going to cut off your shins? <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to get kneecapped. Sorry, Steve. Go ahead. Yeah, you know. But uh, it's, it's unrealistic to be like, oh, I'm done with social media. You know, but it's like, uh, or you don't want to be one of those people who announces you're fucking looking at social media. But I definitely want to be on it less because it's, it's draining. And uh, one of the whole having to be righteous things that just really, to boil an English term, boils my piss. We're really going to get flagged for this one. Um, it's just people who cool guy everything. And I'm yeah. sitting here, every time a record comes out, people are like, oh, I love this. Everyone's like, it's not that good. I'm like, me. Do you enjoy anything? Do I do no. that? No. No, I do it. But like, I, but I'm genuine when I do it. I don't do it all the time. You don't cool guy, though. I feel like yeah, that's get... the most cool guy thing you could say. Because, like, well, I fucking mean it. Dude, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> I usually give you guys a reason. Like I'll be like, all you right, do. Later, anytime later. you have you have an opinion that's different than like something me or Steve say, and actually, like me and Steve agree on like a shit ton of stuff. Actually, and more times than not, if someone's gonna come in and be like, I don't agree with that, it's usually you saying something that you don't agree with me or Steve on, but you always it's back it up with something that's like decently concrete. But it's more of a collective thing, though. It's more of like the yeah, the it's second, like conversational. I appreciate second that. an artist, a second an artist drops an album, people are ready or just waiting to shit on it. Like I haven't heard it yet. I'm more yeah, much, like, much, the, much don't more listen to it. Yo, this sucks. To like the, the, say an album is sick before I am to shit on it. I don't see people. I don't see people talking about albums they like anymore. Oh, I always talk about as, albums I love. That's all, so that's maybe all I'm not do, cool guy I, and stuff, so that well, makes me feel okay. It's I'll, I, there's only there's one there's one thing about like uh, classic newscasting, right? It's like like good news is no news, right? Yeah, right. It, people only people only Shut react up. to negative shit. So that, like true. You could, you, there's probably a, a million people that say that an album is bomb, but it only takes one tweet that says like MGK sucks, and like every single MGK stand like will hop on well, that. In a well, million like miles. and the only people who do enjoy stuff is stand culture, which I don't really vibe with either. So is it's this like, an Eminem reference? Like, yeah. Okay. But stand yeah. stand culture is more like a cult. Yeah. It, yeah it's like, mob. I, it's mob mentality. I yeah, just and exactly. I'm just like I need to I need to get the hell out of here. I, but I, I will say one more thing because uh, I have a new term. You remember how I said internet dress code? Yeah. Yes. Seraph's on an iPhone. Seraph's on an iPhone, yeah. Ah! Um, God damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> we were talking about... Me uh, this is me backtracking another 20 minutes. We were talking about how, you know, Instagram was making us miserable, especially during the holidays of all things. Mm -hmm. oh, look, it's this look funny how, as hell. Let's say, look how happy it um, I don't know if you're thinking I was good, which direction I was going, but I was saying the term I came up with is... Uh, a social window dressing. 
God damn it, like, you're so smart. It's like, hey, here's the, you know, we're all happy and whatnot. And I'm just like, yeah, you're dressing up the window. And I had to, like, seriously sit myself down and just be like, just what you're seeing. It's not how things are. Not wanting p- other people to be miserable, but it's just like, you're all right. Like, so, like, I want to say, I want to go on record when people get engaged, I'm genuinely happy for them. Like, that's a huge thing. But, like, it is, like, undeniable. It's Christmas Thanks, time. <laughs> I told you congratulations. My I man know, is Christian Danner. And I meant that. But I'm saying it's funny around Christmas time and New Year's stuff when you scroll and your whole feed is people getting engaged. And I just thought I was going to make a joke, but I didn't want to offend people because I wasn't trying to be mean. But I was going to be like, sorry, I'm not proposing to any chicks until January 7th because that's when I celebrate Christmas. So that's not offensive. That's funny. Somebody will get somebody will get mad or they won't get it. But I'm just joking about how like it's like funny because that's your whole feed. And you're like, hey, that's really great. But like sometimes I try to be more empathetic. And I know sometimes people just need to feel special. and They need to tell it to whoever. But, like, I used to deal with shitty customers all the time. Like, people come up to me, like, yo, I just got engaged. I'm like, I've never met you. That's great. Well, <laughs> the people who didn't get You know what? Just like, just like Steve has, has stuff. I have, like, quick theory on people who get offended. And once again, some people have the right to get offended. But I feel like the people who easily get offended have never worked a service industry job in their entire fucking life. That's valid. Like, Dude, no- I've, I've worked a decent amount of retail. Yeah. So, so when it's, like, and you're just used to just these trash ass people screaming in your face you all the fucking, time. So you're like, okay, I can deal with anything because I have these fucking cockroaches. Yeah. Like, if I me. reported some of the shit customers have said to me, it's actually stuff people get you know yeah. quote unquote canceled for. Like legitimately, like they go into t- they cross lines that you like I don't cross. Basic like like basic human decency has no there's no concept of ba- like working at Starbucks for four years. I can tell you I. That is the underbelly of human existence. I don't know. I've totally gone through like, a drive-through of Starbucks and you handed me my coffees before. That's a, that's a damn right. I, that damn totally happened. And, and if I ever go back into the service industry, I'm going to Monster Donut, just hoping a car comes through again. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> just no, standing also, right. You just stand in front of the window, just like take me now. Yo, but, yeah. so I know we're getting long, but I just want to say real quick. Like, did you ever have? Because Steve and I had this. Did you ever have like regular customers who were always assholes that you just knew and gave names to? Yes. Yes. Me and Steve had one guy. Named, we had this one guy named Purple Shirt Guy. And he would come every day to harass me in the same t-shirt. Was it Prince? Like, no. I he, wish it was Prince. He was like this older, this older same. guy. And he just came to shit on the store. And the first couple times I shut him down because it's about baseball and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then he started coming in and just like harassing my employees who don't even watch a lot of sports. And this poor guy, I hired this one girl as a transitional job because she was waiting on her career to, like, go stuff to go through. Somebody mm-hmm. I knew. She's a great worker. She's sitting there, like, folding t-shirts, never watched sports in her life. And this guy's, like, grilling her. And I'm like, dude, you got, are you going to buy something? Like, get the, and, like, but, right, get the hey, fuck out hey, of my store, you piece of shit. But, but the thing is, and Dan, just like you, you're the stranger who's fucking making their Americano or whatever they're ordering. Their cappuccino. That is what I ordered. Their ice cap. That's your that's you're the stranger who's making their drink and they're gonna take out their life frustration on you because you don't they don't have to deal with the consequences because you can't say anything at work. And they know that my company does not back me at all, so they can bend me over and ass fuck me as much as they want that day. You know, I see in every single group, every single political affiliation, every single race, every single religion, I've seen everybody get mad at Starbucks for something. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like Starbucks literally will will open its ass and give you anything at once. I don't think I've ever it. been upset with Starbucks. I haven't either, but I again, like this is because we come from 
Like I come from being at a job where people used to just shit on me all day, and I was well, like, and to be fair, employee. I'm a giant asshole, and I'm not even upset at Chick Fil A. You say you're not upset at Chick Fil A? Their shit is good, man. See, Yo, here's okay. the thing: I am upset at Chick Fil A. I'm sorry. I want to be upset at Chick Fil A, but that shit is delicious. I'm not it upset is. at Chick Fil A because of anything other than I don't like their food. <laughs> I don't, eat I don't like the fact that they're like psychopath, like Baptist Christians, because I think that's fucking stupid. But their yeah. food is dope. I didn't yeah. think it was all that either. They gave us like uh, like the sampler trays for Black Friday, like when we were working at the mall. I was still eating meat at this point too. And you and didn't fuck with the, it. I thought their nuggets were very rubbery. Y'all are crazy. Chick Fil A is dope. And I thought Chick Fil A does slap pretty I hard. I thought the sauce was like. When you'd be in middle school and the kid next to you would just mix like barbecue sauce and ranch together. Oh, like, that I kid! Like I, have a, uh, I have a weird. I have a kid weird, named Trent. Like, <laughs> I have a weird opinion on stuff like that because, like, while I don't agree or support a lot of businesses that are fucking idiots and bigots and stuff, like, I definitely don't like support it. Um, when it comes to like constitutional rights and things like that, like, you can't you can dislike a law, but you still have to obey it. So it kind of sucks because you get into this loophole where it's like, well. What the fuck can you do? Because you're not going to take on a corporation like that and win in the court of law. Yeah, that's for fucking sure. I mean, yeah. and, and the thing is, like, I always tell, I always say this to people: I'm like, you can disagree with somebody, um, and you know they can say what they want, and you can think they're an asshole. That doesn't mean you can do anything about it. You could, you could think they're shitty, but they have freedom of speech. Yes, and that's not, and that's not something I agree with. Like what what they do or whatever. I just, again, I didn't get too involved in. I didn't like their food ever. I got mad. I that mean, they, knocked, they knocked down Uno's for that. Come on. I mean, Yo, realistically, respect. Good fucking uh, point. Now I don't fuck with Chick Fil A. Yes, those little individual pizzas with that nice fucking the mashed oh, potato pizza. Crust. Oh my god. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was I was gonna say like I think that's something that's very important that I think a lot of people like don't understand is like they want to silence everybody who has a differing opinion from them, and it's both sides, right? They yes. want to shut down people who are like, oh, well, this person's a bigot. Oh, well, this person's a fucking libtard. But what they don't understand is, like, it, the minute you start shutting down and silencing people, that's when you start to censor and lose, like, that freedom of speech that made, like, what we've built so awesome. And honestly, that kind of puts you backwards. Exactly. It, it like, I... I've read since 1984 to a ton of people I know so much because I'm like I'm an avid reader. Like I, yeah, I like nice man. That's cool. Yeah, books. I'm a fucking nerd. I am too. No, I you're mean, a decent person. I read manga if that counts. Hell yeah, it does dude. not, dude. <laughs> Fire Force season two. Have you watched it? I'm so behind on anime. I I, I, let, I let some of my weeb come out. I'm sorry. I'm trying to like find other things to enjoy because all of my current hobbies right now are not fun. And <laughs> How I'm, are like, they hobbies, bitch? I, I he's right. He ain't lying. <laughs> he's just uh, look. When you've been locked up in the house, I right, think it's right. old. That's right. Um, uh, but I'm like, I need to get back on anime or watch a new show or just my, my main resolution is just to enjoy shit more. Steve, text me, no, we're going to do later. We're going to make a rap record. Yeah, do let's it. do it. Make a good old school 90s. But no, we're going to make a, who... a sad fucking ridiculous trap record. I, I That's just all think I like, I think like let's without go. getting too far down the rabbit hole, I think Danner is like absolutely right because without getting, you know, too political. 
political with it, people do like you're entitled to get upset and not and disagree with what people say. But like it's like the censorship part of it's tough because it's like people don't get that just because you're upset doesn't always make things right or wrong. A lot of times it's hearsay and opinion and again this comes back to like social media so i don't know it's it, it's not i'm not gonna throw out the like oh pe- people are soft sure now but sure, i think people sure. don't process stuff now people don't think yeah because everyone sucks no there's plenty what's up no, I'm what happened oh what'd you say larry no I'm just, I'm just going along with what you're saying that everyone is awful yeah, I mean, I just, I think sometimes I'm the, I'm the most guilty of it. I'll speak before I think because I'm always going too fast. I'm far more guilty of that than you are. But, but like, I think a lot of times, like somebody said something to me yesterday, and I'm not gonna repeat what it was. Not political, not controversial at all. It was something about music, about guitar, and it didn't like. But I was kind of like, it was one of those things where I had the thought. I'll tell you guys when we're not on podcast. I was like. That wasn't the point of this, and who the fuck are you to say that to me? But then I was like, I'm not even going to respond to this because oh, I don't think we talked about it, but I think I know exactly what you're on about. We'll get yeah, to it. Yeah, and I, I kind of wanted to, so I was going to give him a really sarcastic response, or I was going to say something really shitty, but like underhanded, and then I just said, okay, Mr. Rogers taught me to be kind. I'm not going to be that guy. I'm right. just going to not respond. I'm going to fucking turn around and walk away, because it wasn't something serious that I needed to defend myself. It was just some Somebody thought they were probably being nice, to be honest. But I had one of those moments where I was like, who the fuck are you to, to say that to me? <laughs> but then I kind of was like, um, okay, I'm just going to not. And I put my phone down, and then I'm just like, okay, I'm cool. It's not a big deal. But I think like I need to do more of that. And I think like when it comes to social media, instead of jumping on responses, I think that maybe that would be healthy is to like think, breathe. You know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah, yes, what you, yes. What, what do you gain? What is there to gain about like fighting with people on social media? Literally nothing. Literally nothing. It's anything you lose. You lose friends or you lose contacts. Yeah, right. You gain drip. <laughs> You're Larry. You gain drip. You I'm gain just clout. like, yo, Larry, I fought this guy on Facebook. Check out my new gold bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> no, but honestly, if I argue with someone on the, on social media, like this is going to sound really assholey, but like for real, probably 75% of the time, it's about when a sneaker dropped. Yeah, but that's a passionate thing. I'll give you that. These are mid. These are A. But here's the thing, like, I, I'm passionate, too, like, I, I mean, I, sometimes somebody will say something, and I'll be like, well, actually, that album came out in this year, and they're like, no, it didn't, and then you fact-check, and you're like, oh, you were oh, right. Oh, no, dude, right. if someone tells me that, uh, like, a, an album drop fact about, especially about shit that I'm, like, into, and they tell me I'm wrong, and I know I'm not, I'm gonna lose it. But, but like, the thing is, I think sometimes, like, I've been guilty of not I'm processing, terrible. like, what my response, no, I'm, like, learning this as I'm almost 30, and I'm learning this stuff, it's like... I like to be right, but sometimes it's like, at what cost do you need to be right about something that's not right or wrong? It's not black or white. I think, I think I'm not, I'm not a holder than that, but I think I've kind of like mastered the being passive on social media because I have being in the communities that I'm in. There's definitely a lot of political polarization. Fuck. Especially with photos. I have people. I see it and I'm not in there. I mean, I have people in the hunting side. I'm referring more to the the hunting. Oh, for sure. I'm just saying, I see that other shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Like on Twitter and stuff. Yeah, and it's just like, I, there's I, I have my own political beliefs, and I keep them to myself because they're my own beliefs, right? Because I don't, I, if I care about somebody truly, like enough to the point where like I feel like I need to share it, I will. But sure. that doesn't Same. define who I am. Which I'm is my cool. own person. Because like, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I follow all of your socials. Yeah, and I see everything regularly. 
But as far as that goes, I don't know where you are because you keep it to yourself, and that's tight. Because nobody should identify themselves based on their political views. Literally, your politics should be like the last thing you talk about next to like your third favorite color. And that makes and, me an asshole because I talk about it constantly. Well, I think a but lot of people... But that, that's how it ranks for you. But I think like a lot of people associate it with like a... It's become like a personality trait online. Yeah, which I think is asinine. Like, they, are, don't you have anything else you're interested in? Like, I'm not... This is no... I'm throwing shade at Larry now. No, because I like I never really le- leveled it like this, and like that's where I am. I'm like that too, Dan, and I've only I've had some private conversations with people, and then like whether we'd be on the same page or not. But sometimes people learn like when they you talk about it and they go oh or oh it's not like you were right or I was yeah. wrong, it's just more understanding. But like I agree with you, like you don't need to because it's just causing people that problem yeah I'm, i mean i will say larry i think you're in a pretty among the three of us you're in a more of a unique position because of like i would guess maybe more of like your sexuality and everything i would sure. say maybe like definitely you're you're a bit more i'm not gonna say politically charged not the word i want to say you're definitely more politically involved than i am let's put it that way and i wouldn't base that on necessarily sexuality i mean it's definitely there but i would also just base it on like just being for a, I don't know how to say it without sounding like an asshole. I've just been like a full-on like punk rock dipshit since I was twelve. Yeah. Well, and you know what the problem it's just, too is that's never going away. Yeah. And you and do, and you do fall into a marginalized community. Well, here's the thing, though. Yeah, People but I throw... also am a white dude, and I'm also it's I guess for lack of a better term, like inconspicuously gay. Because if you didn't know me, you would have zero idea. What, that like, shirt you're wearing is not gay? It's long sleeve camo. Oh, I, oh, I knew you were gay when I found out you smoked. <laughs> Smoking is gay. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but like, I mean... That's I, inside joke. <laughs> I, I like, hey. you know... I like metal, and I like welding, and I like smoked meat. Well, here's the problem is we have this perception in our country that like to be, and it could be sexuality or anything else. You know, sometimes it's race. They say, well, to be like that, you have to follow these stipulations. Sure. Like I remember um, there were people who were black who get shit for being into rock music. Yeah. And that's not fair. I'm not comparing race. I'm not comparing race to sexuality. I just mean like, it's kind of one of those things where people think you have to play by certain rules. Um, but, but you know what though, too, the problem is, and this isn't towards Larry, this is just the general issue. It's like people will take an issue could be rights for for any minority group or anything else. And it'll float from side to side based on who's running for any type of law. It's not always president. It's local. Mm -hmm. Um, so like, I always think it's funny because I'm not saying that the past always matters, but it's really funny when people will attack somebody for the past and then let other people's go and like i know like i study up i know what candidates in the past not just this year but the last like were against gay marriage and i try to find out what what year they switched and you'd be fucking surprised how long some people fought against that stuff and a, it's lot, a lot, to do a with lot money. of people who are huge advocates of it now like that shit is like that's new for them right and the thing is it's like, it's, like oh it's man like, you're you're trash <laughs> well i think a lot of a lot of politics has to do with money, unfortunately. And it sounds like a generic response, no, but it's but it like does. the fucking truth. And yeah. that's how I know that like you don't let someone's social stance completely skew where you stand with them, which is cool. It's a good thing. 
I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't give. I don't give a fuck. Like for me, I don't give a fuck who anybody like what their politics are because that's I. I haven't lived their life. Um, and like I think a lot of times it's unfair when people assume like you like this person or that person. And again, it comes sometimes it comes down to a local level, like because people don't realize the dirt, the real dirty favors a lot of times are like governors and senators and stuff. You know, you know yeah. many, do you know how many convictions get buried because of that? Well, this guy's running. We can't let stuff come out. Yeah, and I get, I totally get that because like people will sometimes be like, oh, you're you're such a leftist, but you're not very tolerant against this or this is like, no, I'm not tolerant against fucking like racism. Right, yeah. but the problem and, and, and that's that's literally says, the only thing I'm gonna be like, yo, fuck that, you can't do that because you're just, a human being and you gotta be decent. And who says just because you associate with like the left side of the political spectrum means you have to be gung ho for fucking everything that they stand for? You know, exactly. Super people true. are people are allowed to have their own political spectrum of ideals. I know? think I think sometimes too, like people who sit more in the middle, you'll hear a lot of like you hear a lot of stuff like that, and you go, "Well, okay." But if you're sitting in the middle, and you look over all the facts. You're like, "Well, who's to say that both sides aren't racist?" So anybody who votes is racist. Yeah, I, I mean, like I, now we're now we're getting galaxy brain. I'm sorry, yeah. but I'm just saying because like Big I would brain. Because like the, the evidence is is there to to support that argument if you want to make that argument, not that everybody who votes is racist, but that you find it everywhere on both sides. And people people don't realize that because it's it's you know where you get your news source from. I mean, I'm not getting into all that, but I'm just right. saying like it's this whole like pointing of fingers and judging people. And you, I'm like, you haven't walked really in their shoes. It's also hard to get a news source that's not gonna be biased one way or another. That doesn't uh, exist. There's not. There's not a. I mean, you gotta. You gotta go read fucking documents. No, you, you have to read like five news sources, and kind of find a middle ground for yourself. Exactly. And that fucking sucks. Also, why isn't there a news source that only reports on like tight shit that's happening on Be- the earth? Because because people don't want fluff uh, puff pieces, like Danner said earlier. Fuck like, that. Give me a puff piece. Cheer me up. People. Some. If some if some people knew some of the good that was being done in the world, not you know, I'm not saying by politicians, some politicians, I'm sure, but like by mm-hmm. by anybody, then like it could be like Danner. Maybe Danner raised a bunch of money for some charity, and he did it. And you put that in the news, and people are changing the channel. But if you're like, yo, this guy was a rapist, and he got fucking convicted, then everyone wants to watch yeah. that rapist story. Well, it's like you guys, do you guys know the YouTuber PewDiePie, right? Like the biggest YouTuber, of course, yeah. on the platform. He raised like hundred and eighty five thousand dollars for like. Uh, a children's charity at literally like one one page on CNN that was it like almost $200,000 multiple times and he's not the only one but like nobody said a word about it I well, feel like a guy of that caliber doing something like that may very well have been like yo don't talk about this well here's you know what something I just want to because I studied journalism and communications in school Something people don't know because they don't identify it, maybe they should, is all these news stations, whether it be right or left, CNN, Fox, MSNBC, all of them, they're all op-ed channels. They're opinion editorial. They don't identify, they don't tell you that before every section. So really, because there's a lot of misinformation, on, and I, I try to keep up with everything, but I can't watch any of them anymore because they're all so bad for me. Yeah. But, but, um, but, like, you know, I've seen why. I mean, like, they've... they've this is, there's stuff that's been, you know, in my realm with, like, Serbs and Christianity and, like, the war that's going on over there where they, they showed vis- visuals and lied about it and said it was something else. And I'm like, it's kind of hard to mix somebody up and saying that they're not 
Christian when they're making the sign of the cross and praying at a grave with a big cross on it and saying, oh, the Serbs, you know, and I'm not going to get into the news story here, but I'm just like, how do you mix that up? But it was pushing a political agenda or, or something else or going on. Saying, uh, uh, or and saying just, that the, I'll talk about something gnarly and then I'll. Sorry, that was crazy. But I'm just saying like that. But again, it's, it's op-ed. They can say that. Would you mean gnarly it. sheen? Bitch, I'm offshore um, like my bets. Yes, sir. Well, now, now, now I can. <laughs> now we're on now, now I'm on shore because I can bet in the state of Indiana. Now that they realize that I actually have lived here my entire life, but uh, um, I stand by it though. That line is hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one, the one, like we were talking about how like mixing shit up and pushing agendas and how like this, they're they can't say that this guy who tried to bomb or successfully bombed and thankfully didn't kill anyone, but uh. The Nashville bomber isn't a domestic terrorist. Hmm. They will not use that phrase because it's one because it's a white dude in America. And that's so beyond fucked. Like you tried to <laughs> blow people up, and you're not saying that was an act of terrorism. No, but if and, that guy and was, and if they killed a hundred else. Anyone else? They well, killed him by now. I want to ask, just because of past white dudes who have blown shit up, he dead, people, he blew himself there's up. lots of them. Right, but there's there's well <laughs> there's a handful that have been qualified classified as domestic terrorists because of how many people died. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying I don't know if there's a stipulation to that of like, well, we classify so and such and such as terrorism, or if it has to do with the times we're in right now and they don't they're trying to tiptoe around stuff. Because it seems kind of sketch to me, but also I don't know enough about that. Well, to... it's, it's so I have I have kind of a, an issue with it overall. So like one of the one of the biggest things that like if you ask a lot of the kids and like like school shooters and stuff like that, like a lot of them do it because they want the attention, right? Yeah. So you fame. label them, you label, you give them these big labels and all these big news stories and everything, and like they they get the attention they want. Like in the end, they. Better alive, Brooklyn, but that's what they wanted all along. Everybody right? can name the Columbine shooters; they can't name the kids who died or the teachers. exactly. So, like, when it comes to stuff like this, and I'm not saying like you shouldn't label like somebody like that as a domestic terrorist, but right when you start giving out labels that some people value as a badge of honor, like that's when you have to start kind of like, wow, this word does carry some weight with it, and we should maybe handle this like. I understand people want they want heads to roll, right? They want blood because that's how we as humans are. I mean, he, want he kinda, and he, justice. He kind of blew himself up, so. Well, okay, he got well. He blew himself up, but I mean, like yeah. people want justice. They want whatever organization, whatever you know. I didn't mean to take that down such a dismal turn, by the way. I no, no, but, like, but I get what there is like, like kinda... people who are domestic terrorists who are not labeled as domestic terrorists who didn't blow themselves up, like uh. I don't think guy, Kyle Rittenhouse is labeled as a domestic terrorist, but he yeah. sure as fuck is. Well, well I was like thinking, but I was like, thinking more like Timothy McVeigh. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, sure, sure, sure. See, like Kyle Rittenhouse has has killed a couple people, and he should go to jail because he was. Uh, there's a bunch of laws that were broken. They're not just murder. Yeah. Um, he went but and murdered people. Right, right, but like before you even get to that statue, you can only try so many things, and before they they have to go to a you know probable cause and they're probably going to get them on carrying underage and out of state first and then they can try murder probably murder too or they're not going to settle for, for man they actually they'll probably settle for manslaughter on that but point being that's like such an isolated incident in the heat of a um crazy time 
and a lot of stuff. And I, again, I'm, you should go to jail. I'm with you on that. But from the facts that I have, but, um, I think fact that's mill. I think I, I don't have all the building. What did but you I think be? like, I think like terror, terrorism, like it's, it's a bigger, um, it's like every, that guy was trying to blow up anybody that was there. This kid wasn't uh, spraying everybody. He was he was shooting specific people or specific right. sides. So you know, can claim self defense, or they could say it was murder. But either way, it was. If you drive to another state with an assault rifle, with it, that's that's not self defense. No, no, no. I agree with you. But what I'm saying is, like, it was there. It was like more like team A versus team B. Yeah. This was like this guy's like I'm bullying up everybody. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's not self defense. That's just going somewhere to fuck shit up. Yeah, it's it's even if it was a maybe I will, maybe I won't situation. I just think that that, that case is gonna that was a media um, media gem for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that was to get people riled up and point. You know, whatever that kid did or didn't do, they wanted to point people in certain directions. I saw I, the way that they were opening their fucking reports with that. I was like, here we go. This is gonna open up a lot of bullshit. But um. Yeah, right away, just, right, right away, I was like, oh, instead of oh Instead of taking care of business, and then it turns into this whole fucking thing. But I, going back to, like, kind of what Dan is saying is, like, I, I think, you know, it, it's, even if somebody's dead, it's almost kind of like, do you want to justify giving them a legacy? That's a really good point, yeah. because that kid doesn't deserve a fucking legacy, and yeah. he's now going to have one forever. Look at look at the cults of people who like worship serial killers. True, that's, that's a real this, fucking thing. This it this is. is this Why is, that opened that opened a whole uh, that opened a whole perspective for no, me? No, but because my whole you. thing was I was like, you're driving a van with a bomb in it, you're blowing yourself up and as many people as you can. I'm like, eh, that's like definition terrorism. Definition wise, that is literally terrorism. Yeah, for sure. But the problem is. The word terrorism, especially since our involvement in the Middle East and what we've what what we've now labeled terrorism, has taken on a whole new word now. Well, and, and the upper- thing too is because of the announced plan to go back in there that just went through, they're yeah. probably trying to not get involved with those types of terms because they're heading back. Oh, uh, yeah, like, like when when the word I'm terrorist asking. now holds such a heavy weight with the with American people. Like we are all we all four of us grew up around the era of nine eleven. Like we grew sure. up during. Yeah, that. I was in seventh but, grade. Yeah, I was like, so, okay. I completely understood what was but, happening. But even before nine eleven, with the hostages and the bombings that oh, were going yeah. on with Iran, there, there's there's been some. A lot of this is Americans going there for oil and all this different bullshit. Yeah, but when we were but back like, in Saddam. Yeah, yeah, but like, oh shit, like you said, yeah, it, 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 it's tough, man. Like people don't realize how much. Again, how many politics are how much politics goes into it? Yeah, and but that's why like never never before has it been more important for people to keep an open ear when it comes to political discourse. Sure. Like because like events like events like what just happened are are just this crucible of of um of uh, what's the word like dispute. Like this is this is like throwing the wrench. So this takes us back, you know, months of arguing or whatever, because it just causes so much discourse among the American people. And I, I mean, some could even I, I, I would even argue that's definitely the point. Yeah. You know? If I could just say, because uh, we're approaching two hours here. Yeah, we should. This we is should like, wrap this. This is uh this was a very 
really, really good introspective conversation. And mm-hmm. it's this is probably the episode that made me think the most. So and it's like Happy everybody. New Year's. We're talking about really heavy shit. <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, like, like, this I'm, is I'm, like a, a a dipshit party podcast, for lack of a better term. Yeah. And this was like an intellectuals podcast. You're fucking welcome. This is the big yeah, brain I don't podcast. want to because this is gonna sound like condescending, and I don't mean it to come off that way. Like it's gonna sound like uh, I'm I'm an old guy, but like Danner and Steve, you're both very young, and you're both very fucking smart, and that's super sick. Agree. Thanks, Try. Agreed. Well, I think, too, it's nice and refreshing to, like, as much as you know, we could talk to Dan about music and all that, it's nice to have... Wait, um, but we didn't. <laughs> a well-rounded... Well, no, but it's nice It's nice to have a well-rounded... Like, I wouldn't say that we necessarily had a political discussion. The, whole, sense, have, the whole time since we peed, which was, like, uh, an hour, has uh, all yeah. been political. Well, no, but I wouldn't say it was political. I think we were more talking about ideas. We were talking about consumers, social media. We were all over the place. And people talk, you know, smart people talk about ideas, and dumb people talk about people. And normally we talk about people because we're dumb people and Danner's here and made us better. No, we talk we talk about fucking <laughs> like we me, talk man. about fonts. We're like a low level. We talk we talk about oh, fonts and we talk about Bette Midler. So oh, we're, yeah. either, we're either we're either going to get flagged for talking about terrorism or bukake. It we'll depends what website one, this yeah. goes up on. Let's if hope you say anything bukake. that leans one way or the other, certain websites are going to take it down. Well, um, I want to do take a couple minutes to talk about what we're listening to currently. Yeah, that's how but, we usually um, wrap it. I will say, probably about six years ago, I was at Guitar Center. I was playing Cemetery by Title Fight on guitar. This guy comes up to me. He's like, "Are you playing Title Fight?" I'm like, yeah, man. It's like, do you like Super Heaven? It's like, of course I like Super Heaven. Got an American spirit? It was Christian Danner. <laughs> it was Christian Danner. So oh, actually, yeah. earlier I said I met Christian Danner at Josh Reedy's vape shop. No, that, but, so it was like the, my second interaction with Christian Danner. But my first interaction <laughs> with Christian Danner was at Guitar Center because I was playing Cemetery by Telefight <laughs> on a guitar. I got it. Oh it. my God. The first time we hung out. Yeah, I was going to say, Mill and I met Danner Poor at Halloween, Danner. but we, we actually introduced ourselves the next night at the Anderson Halloween party. Yep. Well, Danner was the designated driver. Oh, he, but sorry, and, dude. And that was the night That was the night I fell asleep sitting up on the couch, and uh, that was that Jimmy called Coyd Cord. Yeah. And I was obliterated outside. I got drunk at 7 o'clock before anybody showed up. I was talking Danner's ear off about how, like, oh, you guys are like... The good pop punk band, you guys get it. I and think like we had this... a three-hour conversation. Yeah, and I was like walking in different directions. It was awesome. Danner played yeah. the first Stolaway show, like in the. I th- I'm in pretty Solar, sure yeah. that I've only played with R and R once. I think yeah, we didn't play with we, we didn't play with you guys a ton. Not it was, thinking about it. It was that uh that, that big shot show, right? Me and Danner, me and Danner yeah, played a lot big, of shows together. We drove the show, orange cab to the show. I remember not long ago. Like I had, I, I posted a picture on my personal Instagram of R and R set. I'm like, wow, this band is like super, super good. This is awesome. Oh, and I'm scrolling back like a year ago, and I see the picture, and I look at it, and it's Mill playing like this someone's PRS, and I'm like, Mill, is that fucking you? Oh, that's when Jake threw me his guitar. Yeah, Mil, yeah. Mil, yeah, that Mil was actually the guitar. Nuts. That was like a really expensive yeah. guitar, and he just chucked it across the stage. I'm like, yeah. Oh. Then, well, they had R and R had the fucking best gear. 
ever. Every member of that band's gear costs more than my you know, life. You know what's funny about that? I played the end of that song with you guys, and Danner looks at me. He's like, you know the song, right? I'm like, well, I know it from listening to it. I've never played it. And he goes, Sugar, we're going down. I'm like, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> So I That's knew the right. chords. That was, a, that was an awesome show. Was that the Atari show or the Lucky Boys show? That was uh, Lucky, Lucky Boys. That was Lucky, Lucky Boys. Boys. Yeah, because I was uh, I was upstairs drinking with... No, because I remember r played right after us, and, after they were, and they were way better. And I'm like, these kids are 10 years younger than me. Fuck. Get <laughs> out of here. Oh, uh, the moral of the story, um, thanks Danny. for still being my friend after a three-hour conversation. Bro, I love you to death, man. You're never not being my friend. We miss you, man. I miss me too. I hope we can get together <laughs> oh, you in person. Son soon of a bitch, are you kidding me? <laughs> um, yeah. What, so, are we, what are we listening to, though? Yeah, I guess we'll go to that R and R. Fuck that. <laughs> you can listen uh, to anything. Else. Uh, today oh, I listen at work. Uh, I listen to um, Hidden in Plain View. Um, Soldier Boy. Hell yeah. Um uh, and. Uh, Slipknot. Which album? Iowa. There. But I'm also that guy uh, who's on that, like, not small bandwagon, but smaller that thinks self-titled is better than Iowa. Shout out Chris Plant. Um, I've been listening to Polyphia's Renaissance record a lot. It's, like, my favorite record by them. And that record, I think it has something to do with, not just I love the music, but with sometimes with no singing, it kind of just puts me, like, it calms me down a little bit. Nice to listen to. It, it's a beautiful sound. But it's like shred, but it's like pretty. Um, I want I that dude's black Ivan is real bad. It's sick, right? But I like that record a lot because the drummer does some techie stuff, but then their newer stuff, it's still really great, but it gets like crazy. Yeah. And my, my brain starts going, well, this is like calming. And then I don't know if I talk about it. There's this dude. I don't know if it's Ryan Ferret or Ryan Ferret. Ryan Cabrera. R-E-T. And this dude is like they're like he has a small band called Ryan Foray and the Foray Tradition, and I found them and they play like swamp rock and like fifties inspired blues and they have horn sections and stuff and it's really fucking awesome and like cool guitar and he's got a great voice like a just dude who can like belt it. They're oh like, yeah, like, dude. Oh yeah. From like Louisiana or something and that's sick. Sometimes music like that kind of has that swing feel to it, bluesy but not like traditional blues. It's more like. I don't know, old school, but like it has modern production, so it doesn't sound like it's fucking coming out of like your iPhone speaker. No, so it's, yeah. it's like similar to like John Mayer Trio. Uh, more like horn section and slow. So fuck me. It's kind of like a bigger sounding. <laughs> it's actually kind of like a bigger sounding continuum. That's John Mayer Trio. Right, but it's like it's like bigger. I don't know. I'll send it to you. Anyways, Ryan. Clay, I hate blues. You don't have to. <laughs> it's not like the blues you hate, though. It's like fucking. I hate all blues. It's, it's like decom. It's, it's like boring. decom music. Oh, oh, like f- it's fastball. <laughs> it's saxophone. All right, I'm done here. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Danner, what have you been listening to? Uh, I've been listening to uh, Western musician and Coulter Wall. The dude's got the, the most beautiful, sexy Western voice ever. I thought you were gonna say butt. No, he's got fat ass. <laughs> 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 Boo Boo got fat ass. Uh, I'm listening. Fat to ass Steve. <laughs> That's only one better off. I gotta do squats first. Sorry, I'll shut up. Let Danny talk. No, I got uh, him, City in Color, uh, a solo Japanese guitar player called uh, Is it Ichigo? Ichi- Ichi- Ichitago? I'll fuck. It. I'll text That's a guy you. on YouTube. 
Yeah, dude, dude. his solo is so good. Nuts. Um, yeah, good shit. Uh, this one, she's a sweet. She used to do like Swedish black metal, but or like Finnish black metal, but now she's kind of she's mellowed out. It's all, multicultural like, over here. Yeah, well, I listen to a lot of folk music, so like she plays a lot of like old Scottish and Finnish and Norwegian ballads. Her name's Mirker. Um, she's badass. Uh, and then I've been listening to uh, System of, uh, like uh, basically every single System of a Down album and every single Corn album. Oh, yeah. Dude, you listen to System of a Down's vocal harmony work that they do, and you're like, I don't want to play music anymore. Dude, I'm gonna send, it's so good. It's I'm fucking insane you, what two dudes can do vocally. I know. It's like Simon and Garfunkel. I'm going to send so you some good. Serbian folk music, but you're going to want to pour a shot as soon as you hear it. Hey, dude, I'm down. Like my grandpa's eyes. all played that, so like that was there. They have albums. Mm -hmm. Well, my one grandpa has albums. The other one played prime, probably primal, like before recording. I was really thinking you were gonna say Primus. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, just grandpa's dope. dope. My, my, my grandpa was a race car cool. driver. <laughs> well, this was Larry, uh, was Larry was a race uh, car driver. So I was not so real quick. Larry was a fat idiot. Um, I've just been listening to two new things that came out. Uh. The Loathe record got an instrumental release. Oh, whoa! I bet I like that way more. Um, it's it's like just I'm just like, how the hell did you write this? And it's more appreciation of that album, which I've done all year. Uh, I've been listening to a whole lot of Red by Playboy Cardi. Um, oh yeah, me too. Actually, honest to God, it's so sick. <laughs> I just I'm upset because like 30 songs that were supposed to be on it leaked over the last two years, so that's why we got what we got. It could have been better, but I still enjoy it. But uh, yeah, jump out the house, jump out the house, jump out that beat. But uh, last but not least, um, for like the last two weeks, I've been binging on the Defeater discography. Oh my nice. god, untouchable! Perfect band. That's all I have to say. If Defeater, if Defeater would have like been, if how do I say this, Defeater? If 2012 Defeater stayed 2012 Defeater, they would have been the next band. Like still doing uh, empty days, sleepless nights. Yes, if they stayed it, th that same similar route, they would have been as important as Bane. Hearing letters home and abandoned years later, like removed from any bias, amazing records. Yes. Ah, got it. So that's my phone reach. Here's what I'm listening to right I now. Thought you, I thought you jumped at that beach. Got this going on. Get here. the fuck out of Yo, here. Yo, hold on. I got, I got that. I'm gonna go going grab. It's over there. there. I got oh. that right there. I have. It's for real. It's next to that. <laughs> you got them both at that big shot show. No, I I got the rebuild and rebound one. Like when I probably the first time I saw them, I think it just came out. It was like is it one of the soft ones? Mine's the soft one. It's like like yeah. It's like this one. Yeah, Digipack. Mine's the Digipack too. I don't know. I got it with the first day I met you. That's so awesome. Y'all um, And then uh, Larry gave me this one. Uh, I think I got this at work because I don't think I had your CDs until we started working together. Because yeah, we started playing with you guys. Well, no, when we started playing with you guys, like I feel like you were out of whatever was current. Maybe. I don't know. I got about 100 like, of them right there. You just didn't bring them. <laughs> I don't know. I gave you the last stole away one. I still have it. I meant to add to mine. I've also been listening to Joji a shit ton. Hell yeah. And fucking, if you guys have ever heard of like TMG, which is like Noel Miller and Cody Co. Dude, all of their music is so fucking fire. 
Chef, Jimmy, Jimmy knows exactly what I'm talking about. Sophia and Broke Bitch are two of the most banging songs that have come out in the past two years. And everything that Joji has put out makes me moist. I feel like Joji's Damn. new album was really good. I just felt like it was really long. I and I love too. every second. Fair enough. But I, just, I don't have patience for anything. That's my own fucking problem. My own chemical you're gonna, imbalance. You're going to be the worst doctor. No, like, I have ADHD meds, but, like, they, like, wear off towards the end of the day, sort of, because I didn't take stimulants. Right, right. Because I didn't want to, like, chew on them all day. So, like, when I first, you know, like, during the day, I'm pretty good, but then it gets late at night, and I'm, like, I gotta talk to my doctor about that, actually. Well, we are at, uh, we are at about two and a half hours, so I say, uh, it's been this, uh, season premiere of season three with Christian Danner has been a great fucking time. Uh, if you've yes, made sir. it, if you've made it to season three, fucking why? But uh, why th- not? <laughs> thank you very uh, much. They're waiting for Danner to come. On. We, That's why. Uh, we shout out to Danner for coming and uh, letting shout me know Danner. that hunting is not only for assholes. So big respect, and I apologize for my mentality. You're goddamn right. I tell you what, she is. You're not helping. <laughs> <laughs> Danner Dynasty. Also. Ah! Uh, Welcome to the Dan Sale Dan, Dan Redemino, home of the Dan Redemino. One, one, uh, one, one, one crucially important plug before we sign off. Uh, if you're hearing this now, pre-order the Dave Gomez uh, tribute yes. EP that we're doing. Yes. Uh, I put an ad at the beginning of this. Yeah. We, well, we're we're be- going to put an ad at the beginning of every episode until that shit is out. We're going we're gonna to fix all the spelling errors, too. Pick up a shirt. I didn't do the art. Chair, chair I didn't. Neither did I. Um, pick up uh, me shirt. and Steve didn't do the art. Just I uh, the album. Support him. <laughs> um, Thank you. He's an angel. Um, y'all have gone like we've made more than I thought we already would have in a couple hours. So uh, oh, we still need more. Yeah, man, this shit is expensive. But um, no, for real though. I'm support Dave. Shout this out. This is fucking super sick. Um, thank y'all for fucking with this. Thank Mill and Steve for dealing with me. Um. Thank Danner for coming and chilling. This has been a this has been a good time. Appreciate you.